welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I'm Angelica. I'm Scott. And before we get started, we just wanted to say, like, why did you yell your name like that? I, I don't know. I thought it would be fun and different. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we don't run ads on this show um, just because of the simple fact that they're really annoying. And yes. we want to help you guys out. Um, and whatever business venture that you're trying to take. Um, so the, all, that, all that we ask is that you share our content uh, with somebody else that might benefit or could benefit um, in any way, shape, or form um, if you found an episode helpful or useful or just uh, a comedy like this one's starting out to be. <laughs> yes. Thank you for um, saving me. So, yes, uh, that's all we ask. Yeah. But uh, I guess let's just dive right into today's episode. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about how to handle criticism. Hmm. Because I know that, you know, we are definitely not strangers to it, and I'm sure no one listening is. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve or do in life. There will be somebody who will have something to say about it. All the time. Yes, uh, especially if you are, you know, working in the network marketing industry as we've talked about in previous episodes, it is a very misunderstood or unknown uh, industry and people have a lot of misconceptions, misguided notions, or some negative experiences with it uh, that tend to lead to a lot of criticism. Absolutely. Um, and one of those, you just have to recognize where the constructive criticism or the criticism really is coming from. It yeah. might not be constructive. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, you know, you just have to recognize where it's coming from. Is it coming from family and friends? Then you have to kind of angle that a little bit differently. Either friends, jealous, or they could just be trying to help you out, got your back, or they think mm -hmm. you have your back, but telling you the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Or just somebody out there, like an internet troll, uh, hiding yeah. under a bridge with a laptop. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> I, they're usually not under bridges, but maybe. But yeah, um, but yeah that first step you know, before you go and take that criticism to heart or let it deter you, distract you, or pull you away from your dreams, the first thing you want to do is consider who is this coming from? So like Scott said, if it's coming from somebody that you know and care about, a family or a friend, um, you know, that you're going to take a different approach to that versus if it's just somebody who is a stranger or an internet troll or just somebody who's really negative all the time. So you want to you know, look at that. Is this going to be constructive criticism that they're trying to give me? Or is it just completely negative, uh, which, you know, doesn't have any value to it at all? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say really quickly, with family and friends, it's usually coming from a place of good intention. Uh, you know, they want the best for you, mm -hmm. but maybe they just don't understand. They don't know what's going on. Uh, they kind of want to protect you. In a sense, yeah, um, for sure, because we actually have um, one of our business partners um, just actually recently went through this, yeah. not even two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he came on board and, you know, he was talking to his uh, family about, you know, just being a customer, you know, just being loyal to the quality. If they like the products, not saying that they had to, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they just, they didn't even want to try it at the beginning and... Um, they're not completely negative, but just kind of putting them off a little bit, you know. And not the, and as the, excited as he was. He's not excited as he was, and the and the reason and the same thing I told him is like you know they don't know the no, things that you know and they don't they haven't seen the things that you've seen, and 
also, you know, your friends and family grew up with you throughout your childhood, so they got to see all your mistakes mm-hmm. um, as you've grown up. And, you know, so that they know all this about you, and so they're kind of testing you to see if you're actually serious about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not saying annoy uh, anybody because you shouldn't do that. Um, but that's what we I told him. I was like, you know, maybe in the next couple of months, you'll see them come around once, once you... Once they see that you're serious about what you're doing, and even before then, um, it only took them a week. Yeah. Um, they're like, okay, you seem pretty serious. All right, let's sit down. Yeah. Um, which was really cool, and he was pretty pumped up about it and excited. But before, he will, he did have that self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he let that self doubt creep in, make him reconsider. You know, is this something I can really do? Can I actually achieve the goals that I have with mm-hmm. this? Um, so yeah, you just, first you want to evaluate who is this coming from? What are their intentions for my life? Uh, and then you can move on to the next piece, which is, have they done what you're trying to do? Um, especially in the network marketing industry, you know, people will come at you and be like, you can't do that. Nobody succeeds at that. Uh, you know, that's just not something that is going to get, make you any money or whatever they might want to say. Um, but have they actually tried it? Have they built a business? Have they done what you're trying to do? Or, or did they... they try it, but then didn't really give the full effort? Yeah. You know, the first no that they heard is like, oh, this will never work. Yeah. Uh, my dreams are shit. And they just gave up their dreams so quickly. Yeah. You'll find that happens a lot. Yeah. And this goes for anything. You know, if yeah. you're, Absolutely. if you want to go to law school and someone's like, you can't do that. That's going to be way too hard. Have they gone to law school? Did oh. they become a successful lawyer? Well, that happened to me in chiropractic. Yeah. Yeah. I was a teacher and a lot of the teachers didn't think I could do it or would do it. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay. Um, so I took off <laughs> and here I am three years later. So, well, I guess longer than three years, but you know. <laughs> Three years into working as a chiropractor. As a chiropractor. So yeah. probably about six or seven total since uh, removed since teaching. But, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Like, some of them did admit to me, like, I didn't think you were going to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, and I don't hold it against them. I mean, it is what it is. They can think of the way they want to think, but, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to surround yourself with those people. Yeah. Well, I mean, the truth is, if you look at the masses, the vast majority of people, they don't achieve anything great with their lives. You know, Mm -hmm. they kind of just do what, and that's that's why it's called the norm because it's normal for most people is to, you know, go to school, graduate, you get a job, you work until you're probably now, it's probably like 75. Probably until you work till you're dead now. (laughs) Uh, And then you maybe retire and you go into a nursing home and then you die. Yeah, and a side note, I just love it when people are like, well, if I retire, I won't have anything to do. Then you need to get some dreams <laughs> and some hobbies and some hobbies the, and find the, some causes that you can work for to improve your community and the world because and, there's plenty of things to do in this life besides sit at a desk. Yeah, and the real fact of the matter is is that they didn't do anything outside of their full-time job to create any kind of substantial income, and so now they can't really do anything when they retire. So that's usually what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think everybody saw out of 2020, the one thing you should have noticed is that you can't trust the government <laughs> and you can't rely, and you can't on, rely one on one source of income. One source of income. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but you do want to see who has the fruit on the tree. Yeah. Is it is it the mentors that are teaching you, your business partners or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, whatever it may be. And it doesn't have to be just network marketing. Um, 
Or, you know, are you going to listen to your friends, your family, the naysayers and mm-hmm. that have done nothing but stay behind a computer under a, yeah. under a tree or a bridge? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, even the simplest thing like uh, setting a budget, you mm-hmm. know, and having a goal of paying off your debt. You would be amazed how many people think that that is completely ridiculous. They're like, why do just spend your money how you want? And everyone has debt, so it's totally fine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why are you going to listen to somebody who is basically living paycheck to paycheck, uh, not doing anything outside of like hitting the bars on the weekend and maybe taking one vacation a year? If you have, you know, big dreams and goals for your life, why are you going to listen to that person? Yeah. They have nothing that you want. So don't listen to them. Yeah. And you could probably start uncovering some subscriptions that you might have that you didn't know was still going on. (laughs) (laughs) So that happened again when we sat down with our team to do some budgeting. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That's always a fun one when you're like, hey, what is this thing that I'm paying $10, $20 a month every month for that I didn't know I had? Yeah. For most people, it's probably a Planet Fitness Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One interesting thing to note, um, we had a mentor who was kind of talking about this concept, and, you know, he was saying how he does not listen to his parents about financial advice because they are not where he wants to be financially. And someone said, well, you can learn what not to do. And he's like, I already know what not to do because I'm not where I want to be yet. So... (laughs) I'm going to learn what to do, and I'm going to take advice from those who have what I want. And I thought that was really important because a lot of times we can get stuck on that, let me learn what not to do, what not to do, what not to do, but when are you going to be a little bit more proactive and learn what to do versus just trying to play defense all the time? Yeah, and the fact of the matter is most people don't like the answer of what to do because everybody's Mm -hmm. looking for the quick buck, and that's just just not how this rolls. Um, so, you know, it takes practice, it takes time and it takes effort and studying. So, and discipline. Yeah. Uh, so the final kind of, I guess, stage you could Mm -hmm. say to how to handle criticism after you determine who it's coming from and if they have the fruit on the tree, uh, so to speak, is to reflect and consider what they're saying. If what they're saying, if it's coming from someone who has, you know, your best intentions and they are trying to help you achieve what they achieved because that's what you want. Um, you really need to reflect on that and consider, you know, what are you doing that you need to change or improve? Yeah. So all criticism is not just to be cast aside. There are some very valid constructive criticisms that you need to take to heart and that you need to work on to improve yourself and thereby improve your future. Yeah, especially if it comes from somebody that's trying to teach you um, how to be where they are. If that's your mentor, your coach, whoever it may be. Um, But you want to leave all others probably behind um, for the most part. Like I said, they just don't have, and they don't have, you have to see if they have the information that you've had and seen the things that you've seen. Mm -hmm. Because they might not necessarily have. They just don't understand. And that's perfectly fine. You can sit down if they want to try to understand, to talk to them. But at the end of the day, I just don't bring it up to some of my family and friends, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of go on about my business and keep, keep growing really personally and business wise. So, Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I think it does wrap it up. I think also, just a closing note, um, unfortunately, people 
people will see their dreams and they're they're way too it's way too easy for them to let it go yeah um and that is unfortunate because everybody else is doing it so it's easier for somebody else to do it like well it's okay like i guess i just settle for this yeah um this is not that bad yeah it's not that bad so they talk themselves back down because things got too hard or they got too many no's or whatever it may be um the thing is though you have to keep your dream alive and it will happen. It might take five years, ten years, but ten is a whole lot better than forty to never. Yeah, um, exactly. So you know, keep that in mind. You're looking at the long game, and when I say long game, we're talking about mm-hmm. two, five, ten years, which yeah. really, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that long. Yeah. So you just have to be willing to take the hits. And I will say this: the more obstacles that do come in your way, um, you, you know that you're on the right path because things are trying to stop you. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if you got any value out of this episode, we would really appreciate you leaving a five-star rating and review. Um, you know, those reviews really help us to reach more people, reach a greater audience, because as we mentioned, we don't run ads, um, and those reviews are really what help us grow. Uh, and if you have any questions or, you know, topics that you want us to cover in the future, you can go to ethoslegion.com slash podcast and just leave your questions there. Yeah. And if you want to, we have an IG, an Instagram. It's uh, at ethos underscore legion. And if you're inter- interested in discovering more about what Angelica and I do and the business venture that we're on, uh, just go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. All right. We'll see you guys next week. TTFN. TTFN.